What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. Uh, this is going to be episode twelve, and this is and my guest here is Jake Cantu. Uh, Jake, thank you for coming on. It's good to be back, man. Nice to see you again. Thank you, man. And also, um, Jake, thank you for uh, helping me with my ep- editing, editing my episodes and all that. It's I really appreciate the work, man. I really appreciate sure. it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm always here, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, topics for today are uh, the Texans Lions takes takeaways. We had the football team Cowboys takeaways. The Ravens Steelers matchup. It's finally going to happen on Tuesday, unless they don't cancel it again. True. And um, a preview of the games on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then the finally the firing of Matt Patricia. Cool, cool, exciting topics. Let's talk about the Texans Lions takeaways. What do you think? Uh, well, uh, very interesting game. Close at first. Uh, when I tuned into the game, I think they just had like back-to-back fumbles from both teams. So it was. Oh yeah, right. And those back-to-back fumbles. Yeah, very very sloppy at first. But uh, I mean, again, I think this obviously proved two things. Two, uh, the first is the Texans are really trying to climb their way back uh, to a playoff spot. Second. Lions aren't a very great team, and they proved yeah. it just today with firing a Matt Patricia. Uh, and I, I just want to say, I mean, wow, the Texans, you know, I mean, well, first of all, Deshaun Watson, we knew has been able to ball out, and uh, the front office got a lot of criticism for trading DeAndre Hopkins um, yes. and, and uh, having kind of that wide receiver core, even though they picked up Randall Cobb, which he's been shaky this year, even off of a good year. Um, but I, I mean, this showed, you know, that Deshaun Watson can can literally throw the ball to anyone and his receivers are really good. And part of it can be that the Lions just played a really, really bad game. Um, you know, it was nice to see Adrian Peterson, I, I believe got his two touchdowns and then Matthew Stafford tied Tony Romo, if I'm correct, uh, with 13 or 14, the most touchdowns on Thanksgiving day as a quarterback throwing the most touchdowns. Maybe. maybe. Um, let me, let me go check both of those stats. I, I think, I think it was he tied Matthew Stafford tied him with 13, if I believe, with Tony Romo most touchdowns thrown on Thanksgiving Day. Let me let me check let me check those uh, highlights. Uh, let me share my screen quickly. But uh, uh, I mean, other than that, though, yeah, it was it was a really uh, interesting game, kind of a warm up game that would. I mean, both games on Thanksgiving Day were both blowouts. I mean, let me just but. let me just check the Texans Lions game and see. If- Adrian Peterson got two touchdowns and that Matt Stafford um, tied Tony Romo. It could be entirely wrong. I'm they they said it on the broadcast. Uh, so I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure Adrian Peterson had two touchdowns. His yards didn't show a lot because I mean he was missing for almost like half quarter. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty sure let's see, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson had two touchdowns. Yes, that is correct. Two touchdowns. And then Matthew Stafford threw one touchdown, which did tie Tony Romo for the most touchdowns thrown on Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Okay. It's that's true then. Um very interesting stat. But I mean, again, yeah, the, the, the biggest takeaway from there was just the Texans are really trying to climb their way back. Uh yeah. and I mean, they released Kenny Stills um as a wide receiver as well. Uh, but you know, Deshaun Watson, he's still a really good quarterback. Uh people forget about that. You know, they had a a tough year at the beginning, a tough schedule. I mean, if you look at the losses that they've come from, 
from the Ravens. And I know they've been shaky this late, as of late, but the Ravens, I mean, you had to start off um, the first game going against the defending Super Bowl champions. Like it, 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 it's hard. And then they went against the Steelers who are still undefeated. You know, uh, Texas might, might make a run here. So, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh, do you have anything else on that game? No, I mean, again, it was it was a blowout, but there's a pretty touchdowns that Deshaun Watson threw. Yeah. Now, what about the Cowboys versus the football team? Yeah, well, this one was tough. I turned it off halfway through because hmm. it was just it's just tough. I mean, it's it's a tradition. Obviously, Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving, yeah. uh, so we start eating when the Cowboys play. Uh, so it's a tradition to watch them and eat our Thanksgiving food, and it was a it was tough to watch. A lot of questionable calls. The biggest coming out of this week was, I don't know if you saw the the on fourth and ten on the Cowboys on twenty or fourth and eleven they went for it, uh, and they oh, did a fake really? punt. They did a fake punt, and uh, Mike McCarthy defended that. And you know, it's it's we've seen Mike McCarthy be really risk has been really risky uh, going to fourth down a lot, even backed up knowing that they have to win. But I mean, I feel like. The Cowboys has really gotten their heads this this week, and then you know all the progress they made the past couple of weeks. Uh, even though you know taking it close with the Steelers, and then finally beating the Vikings, who had won three or four in a row up until that point in Minnesota, which was completely out of the blue. Uh, I, you know, I think the the Cowboys were really riding high, and then um, they also had the unfortunate news that their strength and conditioning coach passed away on oh, yeah, Tuesday. Right. So they called off all the yeah. practice and that practice would have been, of course, the practice where they do and settle their game plan. And uh, they didn't have that. And I'm not saying that's an excuse that they didn't have a game plan ready. Cause obviously yeah, um, it's a divisional opponent against the Washington football team. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marcus Paul. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't, I think it, it was a lot of emotions this week. And um, thoughts and prayers are with the family and, yeah, yeah lots sure, of pressure yeah. with the family too. So yeah, yeah, I think there's yeah. I mean, his passing I think hit really hard with the players. He was he was really good, uh, and really connected with the players, and not just the Cowboys. He was only with the Cowboys for three years, I believe. And uh, you know, you had uh, Ron Rivera say something. He was teammates with him back in the day, and uh, you know, the Giants, you know, were saying some uh, nice, kind uh, words and wishing prayers. So it was very tough, I think, this week. And then to get the criticism of how they coached the game after Mike McCarthy coached a perfect game against Minnesota. Uh, it was a tough game, you know, a lot of mistakes and a lot of mistakes that we thought were resolved in the, you know, three or four games now, you know, Zeke fumbling again, horrible, you know, that's mistakes that need to be fixed. And you could say it's Zach Prescott not being there, you know, the offensive line now that we thought that was fixed is, you know, in shambles again. And, it's an absurd stat. Like this is like their eighth or ninth combination on the offensive line this year. And so right. it, it's just anything that could, you know, I, I feel like it, the Cowboys season reflects what like our whole world has been in 2020, uh, yeah. but in football terms. Right. Know, right. Uh, it's, it, it's been tough tough. And I, I think now though, this is, you know, this is important. This is important now because they've lost now three divisional games in the season two coming from the Redskins one the Eagles and it's really telling I think you know the Cowboys now I feel like not saying that we should tank but 
you know, they're sitting right now, I believe, at the third pick or fourth pick overall. So, okay. you know, it's there's no way they're going to win the division, especially. Right. I know right. every team has their own problems, but the Giants have been playing a little bit better, and the Redskins still have a top five defense or the best defense in the league. Right. So, uh, I have something. Yeah. Did you hear about the – I forgot to – I think I probably should have put this in there for topics. Um did you hear about that uh, Shannon Sharp comments on Mike McCarthy and the watermelon thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a thing. Yeah, for like a pregame speech or yeah, team meeting speech. Mike McCarthy brought in a watermelon and got a sledgehammer. Yeah, that was an interesting like news to break. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that was very interesting. But again, it, 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 if that's someone asked him, I believe uh, when he was at the podium talking, if that's a a superstition to keep traditions and if he's going to keep that tradition obviously this week it didn't work uh so you know i think it, this game was very telling congratulations to washington football team yeah uh, for still surviving i mean they have a yes, great defense over there chase young is a monster um do i think they can yes. do do i think you know at the ultimate goal do, does washington win the nfc east uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know who's gonna win the nfc east <laughs> But uh, I will say with that defense, you know, they're definitely a tough team. And, um, you know, Antonio Gibson has a lot that he's proven already. And he's he made some records with three touchdowns as well on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, so Washington has a keeper there at the running back position as well. So, uh, I mean, blowout game, but very telling for both teams. And it was very, you know, both teams' fates were kind of settled, I think, after the game. Yeah. Um... Do you have anything else? No, that was it. All right. The Ravens Steelers matchup. There's a lot. There's a lot of COVID diagnoses. There's some, there's like Lamar Jackson, Matt Skura, or no. So Matt Skura and then Bakari and then Callis Campbell and then James Connor. There's a lot of COVID diag. I want to see his name. I've Bakari. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the COVID bug is really, I mean, we're, we're in, yeah, close to winter. It's really hitting, and it, this is Patrick, the worst year. Patrick McCarry. Patrick yeah. McCarry. Or no? Yeah, Patrick McCarry. That's his name. Yeah, uh, and they face a, a tough task. A Baltimore Ravens team that's already been struggling. Um, you know, the past couple of games, and let alone now that you're probably going to play. I mean, you are going to play without your starting quarterback, who is undoubtedly your best player on the team. And yeah, now I mean that's just that's the nightmare of a team as well, right there. That's really trying to pull their season back together. Um, and now they have this. And the Steelers, I believe, they were they were letting them know on Twitter that they were upset that the game got pushed. Yeah. So I did. I did hear about that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's tough, you know. Uh, what yeah. are you gonna do? What, what is NFL gonna do? It's such a tight schedule that they can't push it like it they would in something like in the NBA or something where they can put it towards the end of the game or the MLB, how they were doing it, handling. It. Right. 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 Where they right. can make it up double headers or something. Uh, but yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and, it's so, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, the, what the Ravens thought was a good season to start out. It's turned for the worse, even more, especially on top of the thing that they've been struggling these past couple games. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was also questioning in my head. I'm like, where's a Hollywood Brown Marquise, uh, Brown been, you know, he was a, a stud uh, previous seasons and when he broke out in the NFL. Um, 
as a, a wide receiver, but you just haven't heard a lot from him lately, you know? Yeah. Rough stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully those guys get healthy as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they handle this stuff too, because now they're in the situation if, you know, they are testing, but what if they clear Lamar Jackson too early just so we can play? Cause I believe the Cowboys play the Baltimore Ravens next. What is the thing if they rush him and then he does still have symptoms and then he spreads it, you know, there's a lot of things and logistics to go through uh, and stuff to figure out before. Uh, but I mean, to have your quarterback have COVID uh, and your best player on the team, it's tough, very tough. And uh, we'll see how they play. Yeah. And also, um, I think, do you have anything else on that? No, I, I think that was, I think that was, I mean, it was, a, I'm just sad because it was, a, it was going to be a very good game. You know, the Steelers are still running high undefeated. Yeah. Uh, you know, they haven't really, other than, I will say, other than with the Cowboys, they haven't really came uh, too close. Maybe there was another one or two games, but um, yeah, the, the Steelers are riding high and they know they have that momentum and they, you could tell they were livid that they didn't play on Thursday. Yeah. Also, um, I forgot to send this to you earlier. I forgot to talk to you about Todd Gurley. That's, that's oh, all. Yeah. I, yeah, I did. I did see the news on that as well. Yeah. Rough stuff. Yeah. Oh Hopefully yeah. He healed up as soon as possible. Also, it, 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 That guy has really had it. I mean, being traded, being the highest paid running back in the league. I mean, you, you just see the Cowboys made this mistake too. You don't pay running backs. And it's as sad as to say, because I'm a huge Zeke fan, you know, uh, and it's just the sense of, you know, the running backs lifespans are not, they don't go past 27, 20, 26, 27, 28, the most you get, the, you get the four years of your rookie deal. And then um, after that, you start to see the decline and Todd Gurley, yeah. you know, he's, he's shown his injuries in the past and it's really gotten to him. And we're yeah. starting to see with Zeke right now that Zeke has, has completely slowed down. And it's not just the sense of the offensive line is terrible. It's the sense of also that you have another running back behind you in Tony Pollard that is doing like the behind running behind that uh, offensive line and doing even better. And you can just see the burst of speed that he has that Zeke doesn't have. And Gurley, unfortunately, faced the same way. And the, you know, the yeah. front office of the Rams, they knew quickly, you know, that they made a mistake paying him too much. Now, did they pay Jared Goff too much too? Uh, Maybe, but after, but after his outing against Tampa, uh, I mean, he was really good. So, yeah. uh, it, it was, it, you know, it's been a tough time. And then going to an Atlanta team that still has their struggles, uh, you know, it, it's been a tough year for for Gurley out there. Yeah, it has. Um, yeah, hopefully he heals up as soon as possible. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on that? No. All right. Well, let's go to the games on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. They're all scattered, huh? Because that Steelers-Ravens game is on Tuesday. NFL schedule by NFL Week 12. Yes. NFL Week 12. Yeah, they'll play a December – yeah, December 1st. Um, yeah, I mean, we have, we have a great lineup, I think, this week of games. Yeah, really interesting lineup, yeah. All right, what do you uh, – who do you think wins this game, Dolphins or the Jets? Uh, well, I, I have to think after the uh, Brian Flores, head coach of the Dolphins, quote unquote, coming out and saying he kind of benched Tua. Uh, I think Tua is going to want to prove himself. Obviously, going against the Jets team, um, that is, you know, the record speaks to themselves. So one ten. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'm going to gain it to the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins are in playoff contention. They really need this game. Uh, if you don't win and put away a team that's 0-10, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I think Tua has a bounce-back game. You know, he hasn't been the best out of the quarterbacks that went in the first round, but he hasn't been the worst. And I, yeah. I think um, Tua is going to have a better showing. We know what he can do. Uh, and I think he's going to be good and put away the Jets. And yeah, the, I, think the Dolph- I think the Dolphins win that one also. For sure. Yeah. All right, now what about the Cardinals versus the Patriots? Uh, interesting, interesting game here. We've seen the struggles of the Patriots this year uh, with getting adjusted uh, with Cam Newton. And then obviously they have their COVID outbreak as well with Cam Newton getting his. Uh, yeah. um, so I, I think, you know, I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals just for the sense of Kyler Murray's playing out of his mind. I know they just took a loss uh, to the Seahawks, but it, it was the Seahawks, I believe. Right. Um, but it was, it, it was, was, a close, yeah, it was the Seahawks. It was a close game. You know, you're yeah. and for some reason I don't get um, there's no fans. <laughs> there's no fans in Seattle, but people are still timid to play there. So, uh, yeah. um, uh, I mean, it was still a really good game. Um, and I think the Cardinals are going to put it out and uh, put, you know, Bill Bel- Belichick and the Patriots still questioning what they've done uh, this season. Yeah, I think the Cardinals win that one also. They will. All right. Now, what about the Panthers versus the Vikings? Um, so this is an interesting one. Uh, Panthers are coming off a shutout win, I believe. Um, and then the Vikings, who lost, obviously, to the Cowboys. Vikings had a nice streak going on there. It's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, Minnesota playing their second game uh, off the three-game uh, homestand. So I'm going to go ahead and give Minnesota the lead. I, you know, Kirk Cousins still played a very great game against the Cowboys. Uh, and I don't think the Panthers' defense are as, as good as – uh, and we've seen them get blown out um, in a few games. So I think I'm going to go, I'm going to lean with the Vikings. They're in desperation mode. They need to, ca- they know they need to catch up to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and I think they just want it more. And the struggles with the Panthers right now, the quarterback position and whether Christian McCaffrey's going to play or not is still looming on the offensive end. So um, I'm going to give the Vikings. Yeah, I got the Vikings too. Uh, hopefully, um, hopefully uh, Christian McCaffrey can play too. Yeah, I mean, he's battled injury, and he's such an explosive player. We just, I mean, as fans, you just want to see him on the field. Yeah. I think um, for the Patriots, I think Stephon Gilmore's back, right? I mean, hopefully um, hopefully Stephon Gilmore, Cam Newton, and those guys can play. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they play. Um, yes. All right. Now, what about the Jaguar? I mean, the Browns versus the Jaguars. I'll just be straight blame on this. I think the Browns take it. Uh, they established with Nick Chubb back. The running game is really, really, really fun to watch. Um, and, you know, Baker Mayfield kind of just has to sit back and he, he'll make the throws when he needs to make the throws. Uh, so they have a good formula on the offensive side, offensive line of killer, and Nick Chubb is there. Um, rest in peace for the Jaguars, I think, this week. Yeah. Yeah, Browns take this one. Also glad Nick Chubb is back, too. Agreed. Yeah. Very fun looking back again to watch. Good news. Actually, great news. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, now, what about the Titans versus the Colts? So this one's an interesting one. I believe, let's see. Uh, yeah, the, the Titans came off, oh, the, excuse me, the Colts came off a huge win against the Packers. Um, upsetting win in overtime. Um, that a lot of Green Bay fans were upset about. Uh, 
but you know, I, I still, I still like man. Um, with Derrick Henry in the backfield, I have to go with the Titans. I really feel like you know the Titans. They started off hot, lost a couple games here. I mean, three, only three losses. I know it's in uh, Indianapolis, but I'm gonna give Derrick Henry in that running game. You know, I'm gonna lean towards them with the Titans winning. Okay, I think the Colts stop them again. I think the Colts um, go off with Naheem Hines mm-hmm. and um, Philip Rivers and what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. That guy's also really good too. And that Colts yeah. defense is fantastic. I think, I think the Colts really win this one again. All right. It should be an interesting one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic game of football. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, what about the Giants versus the Bengals? Uh, I'll go Giants just for the fact that Joe Burrow's out. Um, plain and simple. Uh, you know, prayers up to Joe Burrow. Yeah. And unfortunately, tearing a- ACL, MCL, and other damage, which could take potentially a year for him to come back to. Uh, but I think, you know, the Giants, they've been formulating something well uh, in New York. And I think, you know, they're obviously a team to look out for to win the NFC East. Um, so I'm going to give the, the Giants. They should they should be able to put this away. Yeah, Giants should put this one away, too. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Joe Burrow recovers as soon as possible. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right. Now, um, what about the Chargers versus the Bills? Now, this will be a good game. Uh the Bills, you know, obviously we've seen the explosive offense. Josh Allen can play and ball out, and his receivers, the addition with Stephon Diggs has been amazing, and it's paid off. But then you look on the plus side, uh, and no pun intended with the Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert has been really, really good, and I say he's been the best quarterback that's come out of the draft in the first round um, that we didn't expect. Uh, and you know, it's going to be a close game, but at the end of the day, they're playing in Buffalo. I'm going to give it to the bills and the edge and they need this game more. Um, but it's going to be a, a great matchup between these two teams, but I think, I just think the bills offense is too much for that chargers defense. Agreed. Uh, I think the bills take that one too. Yeah. Yeah. And also Justin Herbert has been great this year too. Oh yeah. Fantastic. He just makes throws that I don't want to say like comparisons, but like Dan Marino throws that just, you don't think can like fit like you, he could fit the ball. It's just one of the things where the biggest example I can give you is like, if he throws it, the defender's still running and he, he puts in a place where the defender is not expecting the defender can easily turn around and intercept the ball, but he's not expecting Justin Herbert to throw the ball uh, at that moment. Uh, and that just, you know, he's just putting the ball in places that defenders aren't ready for. Um, right right played really well yeah very true uh now what about the raiders versus the falcons oh i'm i'm riding raiders all day obviously the falcons have had their struggles this year uh no todd Gurley. um you know i'm gonna give uh the raiders a win Uh, raiders are very fun team to watch yeah and they need one desperately 100 percent true um uh Derek carr josh jacobs darren waller Oh, Darren uh, Waller balled out last week. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Yep. Um, I mean, and you still – they and I feel like, too, potentially for their offense, they, the sky's still the limit because you haven't incorporated Henry the Ruggs, the third, how you'd like to just because 
defenses have to plan for him just off base of their his college film. And they know if he gets loose, that's it. Uh, so we're still kind of waiting for that breakout game for Henry the Ruggs. But once he does, I mean, we we both know the speed that that dude. Wait, Henry has. Ruggs too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I take the Raiders for this one. All right. Now, what about the 49ers versus the Rams? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams. You know, had a big win against Tom Brady, uh, and you know, Jared Goff had everything going that night offensively. Uh, and, you know, Robert Woods racking up a couple touchdowns. Um, and I, I think they, they really have it. And again, you know, credit to Sean McVay. He said he was going to revamp the offense. Uh, he did. Everything looks so solid there offensively. And I think, you know, the Rams are putting this was prime position uh, to uh, make the playoffs. So um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, I got the Rams too for this one. I think they take the win. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, now, what about the Saints versus the Broncos? Uh, I'm going to go with Saints. Uh, again, you know, they showed even without um, Drew Brees, Taysom Hill just can run. That's it. We had, I think what he had three or four rushing touchdowns. Um, so, you know, Taysom Hill, they, that game was proven last week that they needed to know. I know it was against the Falcons, but they needed to know that he could run the offense. And I think, you know, Taysom Hill – gave, uh, you know, Sean, uh, Sean Payne, and uh, he made Sean Payne smile and against the struggling Broncos team. I believe Drew Locke is back. Don't quote me on that. Um, but I think he was trying to practice because Drew Locke has been uh, off and on, I, I believe. Uh, but either way, I think the Saints take it. Yeah, I think the Saints take it too. Do you want me, do you want me to look up Drew Locke and see if he's No, back? yeah, it's okay. It's okay. All right. Well, sure. Okay. Um. Now, um, I said the Saints, right? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All right. Now, what about the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers? Um, sorry, Tom Brady. Uh, I don't think you beat Patrick Mahomes this time. Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're starting to see you can get all this talent from, you know, the Patriots, but it's hard. Uh, the Bucks have been really struggling. And we've seen the frustration a couple of times on Tom Brady's face, uh, but I got to go with the Chiefs. Too powerful. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, now, what about the Bears versus the Packers? Uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, first of all, very great Sunday night game. Bears had their struggles and the return to Mitch Trubisky. Uh, going to be interesting to watch. Uh, and then also Green Bay coming off an upsetting overtime loss. Uh, and it's the Bears need to win this game to stay in the hunt uh, for the NFC North. Yeah. But, um, I just have to say I have to give it to the Packers. They're in Green yeah. Bay, and I, I don't think any Bears fan knows how Mitch Trubisky is going to play. And, right. right, you know, they were hoping Nick Foles, you know, prayers up to Nick Foles after that uh, injury. Yeah, in that was – Yeah. Uh, but I, I just think the quarterback, the quarterback position is just too questionable for the Bears that the Packers edge this one out. Yeah. Well, hopefully Nick Foles is, recovers as soon as possible. For sure, man. For sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a Bears fan. Yeah. But, I mean, the way they've been playing this year, I have to go with the Packers. 
Yeah, and I hate it too because I mean, yeah, I, I root for the Bears, uh, but I mean, yeah. again, I I wrote I written a couple articles over the Bears, and you know the quarterback because like the quarterback uh, issues that they had they were hoping Nick Foles fixed wasn't fixed at all. Nick Foles led a couple times, but it was the same struggle, low scoring games. Your defense was keeping you in the game, uh, yeah. and they couldn't get that one pass. They couldn't get that one touchdown pass. Right, uh, right. Really elevate them and put pressure on the other team. Um, and, you know, Allen Robinson is a stud, but you need a quarterback that can throw it to him. And we've seen Nick Foles has been streaky a couple of times. Um, so it, we'll see how the Bears quarterback position uh, will play out. But if, they, if, if Mitch Trubisky balls out, that's it. We know how good this Bears defense is. Yeah. Um, the Bears defense has every capability of stopping Aaron Jones and uh Aaron Rodgers right so um you know it's just if they can make get that extra get that touchdown pass right um now what about the Seahawks versus the Eagles so uh again a great Monday uh night game just because battle of the two birds yeah I was thinking yeah I literally had that thought in my head the battle of the two birds Yep, battle the two birds. Uh, I'm it's gonna have to go Seahawks all day. I know it's Philadelphia and Philadelphia, excuse me. I'll put Philadelphia. Carson Wentz has looked horrendous, and <laughs> I saw the stat that Carson Wentz has all Philadelphia's turnovers this year except two. What? Yes. Um, I can. I'll bring up the stat real quick just because it's such an interesting stat that. CBS uh, Sports tweeted out that I was like, are you serious? But Carson Wentz, most turnovers in the NFL this season. The Broncos have uh, 23. This was as of 11-24, uh, sort of November 24th. So some stuff might have changed uh, with the past uh, Cowboys playing. Broncos have 23 turnovers. Cowboys have 21 turnovers. Carson Wentz has 18 turnovers alone. The 49ers have 17 turnovers. And the Washington football team has seven, and that so on, so on. And then the Eagles in total have 20 turnovers. And that That's goes ahead and just shows how well Carson Wentz has played this year. Yeah. So uh, I think the Seahawks, at the end of the day, they're going to take it. Russell Wilson, they need, um, you know, we saw their struggles a little bit offensively, but uh, you find that chemistry with DK Metcalf, man, that offense can go places. Uh, All right. They have the running back uh, combination that they love. Uh, and I believe Carlos Hyde came back uh, last week, but I believe uh, they're getting the running back. I'm blank on his name. That's been hurt. Oh, is it Chris Carson? Chris Carson's coming back. Yeah. So he'll be good. back. That's so, good to um, hear. Um, yeah. I think uh, Seahawks t- uh, take this one Monday night. Oh, I was going to say something about Greg Olson, but I think, is he oh, out yeah. for the year? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's out for the year, but I don't think yeah. his career is over. Yeah, it's rough, rough stuff. Rough, rough, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm taking the Seahawks on this one, too. Yeah. All right, uh, now what about the Ravens versus the Steelers? Um, again, we kind of touched on it at the, uh, at the beginning. I just think the Steelers, they, they know they want that momentum. Uh, they have that momentum in their hands, and they wanted to use it on Thursday. You can tell they're upset they didn't play Thursday. Having to wait till Tuesday. The Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson. Got to go uh, Steelers 11-0. Yeah, the Steelers will win this game too. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. 
All right. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think, yeah, we covered it all. That's all the games. It'll be a weird week, uh, but we have football spread out a little bit heading into Tuesday, and we'll only have to wait one day Wednesday till we get football back on Thursday. So Right, so we can get the football and hopefully just, uh, I mean, get the football games back, and um, hopefully they go well. Yep. All right. Now um, let's talk about uh, Matt Patricia. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let me pull up that article really quickly. I feel like, I don't know. I don't think this is true. So don't like completely believe me on this, but I feel like this is the first um, Bill Belichick Patriots successor that is fired. Um, You know, we've seen Bill Belichick successors go on uh, and become starting coaches and get better jobs outside the Patriots organization. And Matt Patricia was one of them. And, you know, everyone, we, everyone knows Matt Patricia is more defensive minded and whatnot, but he just could not pull this team together. Um, So, you know, the Lions have have really been struggling. I believe the last time they made the playoffs was in 2014 with the controversial uh, game against the Cowboys and the pass interference call. Uh, So since then, you know, Lions fans have uh, been a very, 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 uh, it's just not, enjoying the football over there um you know it's come to an end what, what's going to happen i guess now there's a lot of questions looming what's going to happen with matthew stafford you know he's right, he's up right. There in age. uh and we know he can sling the ball but you know it, matt patricia's seen a lot of coaches i feel like as he's gone through it and then firing the gm gm now uh we'll see what direction they take but you know i feel like matt patricia had it coming he couldn't string together a, a good season so yeah, After, you know, what I believe it's two or three years. That's it, man. You gotta, you gotta pull the plug on that. Right. Um, very true. Uh, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Um, I'm gonna stop sharing my screen. And um, Jake, thank you for coming on. It was great. Sure, man. Uh, anytime. I, I yeah. Love coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. All right. Well, um, take care, man. Have a good one. For sure. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. See you. Bye.